Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast. Drop you a trick-or-treat bag every week. Yep. Yep. We're doing it. <laughs> We're back on the Skype. Uh-huh. Skyping it up. Audio quality enhance. <laughs> so good. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And this week, we're talking about another rock and roll horror film. It's kind of turning into a niche for us. This yeah, is like the that's kind of like our bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about 1985's Hard Rock Zombies. Uh, directed and written by Krishna Shah. Krishna. One of Blaze's favorite movies in 1985. No. No, I won't say that. <laughs> Uh, Scully! You fixed this, Blake? Yeah, I fixed him. How? Yeah, how? Glue? (laughs) Black magic. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Because, I mean, that's what takes him. Fix the skeleton. That's right, I fixed Scully, our our mascot. (laughs) I fixed him, and he's here. He's here in the studio with us. So, pretty good. I miss that, fella. Yeah, well... He's with me now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, before all that, uh, and of course, we're going to be talking about a video game. It's yep. not out yet. And we're going to be talking about a folk tale that is out yet. But before all of that, we're going to, <laughs> we're going to, uh, just talk about ourselves, some random bullshit, like we always do. That's and that's true. where people sometimes probably just skip through it. Who knows? But, how have you been this week, buddy? Oh, not bad, you know, doing the new job and learning. Yeah? Yeah, uh, that's about it. That's, like, all I've done this week. You ever watch anything new? I mean, that last episode of What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> it's good. That's probably my favorite episode of the season. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, um... I watched a lot because I was sick <laughs> uh, last week. Oh, okay. And, uh, did you watch Moloch? I did. I watched <laughs> Moloch. It's a real piece of shit. Anyways, I also you watched... Didn't like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I watched Moloch. I liked it a lot. Um, okay. It's kind of a slow burn, mm-hmm. which I like, but I was never bored during it. Yeah, no, I think they keep it really interesting. The acting's really good. Yeah, can we talk about how, like, the leading man in it is uh, low-rent Ray Fiennes? Yeah, he totally I'm, is. I'm like, oh, they couldn't get Ray Fiennes for this movie. <laughs> so they got this guy that kind of looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's still really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was, he was good. Yeah, the movie's really good. And uh, without without spoiling anything, I like where it goes. I think I think by the end of it, it definitely, uh, it definitely pays off, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like you kind of knew what... I, I don't know. It actually, you know, I say that, but at the very end, I was like, oh, okay, I get yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was just like, whoa, bummer. Yeah. But anyway... Pretty depressing. Pretty <laughs> depressing. But yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Moloch, you can. It's a brand new movie. It came out maybe last month um, or earlier this month. It's on Shutter. I think it, it was is like February. Yeah. Uh, is it? I thought it came out more recently than that on Shutter. Oh, oh there's Lucha. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, 
It's Swedish? Finnish? Uh, uh, Netherlands. Nor- Norse. Yes, it's from Norway. Um, no, no, Netherlands. Is it? Yeah, Netherlands. It's somewhere around there. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm American. That's I don't give a shit about any place except for America. Hey, uh... How's your spaghetti here? <laughs> <laughs> that is where spaghetti came from. Yeah, that is the the capital of spaghetti, the Netherlands, <laughs> or the Spaghettilands. Uh, <laughs> check Moloch out because um, yeah, it's pretty creepy, and I like it. Um, I also watched another new one on Shutter. I watched um, one that came out this weekend called Glorious. Did you watch Glorious? No, I saw the trailer and it looked interesting. It is. It's uh, it stars. I can't remember the actor's name. He plays uh, Jason Stackhouse in uh, True Blood. That's that's how I know him. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. But he was also on that really great episode of Creep Show, The Right Snuff, which is like one yeah, of the best episodes of the that Creep was Show. One of the best Creep Show episodes. Yeah, he yeah, he's the astronaut. That. Yeah, but he stars as a guy who. Uh, He's just going through something that happened in his relationship, and he's just kind of driving around, living out of his car. He's boozing up, you know, um, completely just like uh, not knowing what his next step is. When after a heavy night of drinking at a rest stop, um, like just off the highway, um, he gets locked in the bathroom, the rest area, Mm -hmm. and he meets somebody that's in the stall. One of the stalls in the bathroom, voiced by J.K. Simmons, the great J.K. Simmons, um, who claims that he's actually a demigod, and that and that our main character is the only thing that can stop something terrible from happening. So uh, it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, it feels almost like a play because it's only like I think four characters, five characters in the whole movie. Like that's with like flashbacks. It's mainly just those two. And one is a disembodied voice. You don't see J.K. Simmons. He's just that good of a voice performer, of course. He's got an amazing voice. Um, <clears throat> do you see and, uh, Huh? Do you, did, does he have, like, an animated character or something? Um, You see parts of him. You see parts of him and stuff. But um, it's pretty good. It feels like... It feels like I think it's a little... It, it's really short. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. But I think it's a little bit too long... Just a hair, and it feels like a long episode of Creep Show. So, um, other than that, what else did I watch? I rewatched Misery. It's an amazing film. Um, men. I watched Men. Yeah, I did watch Men. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Yes, I watched Men. Alex Garland's new film that came out earlier this year. I missed it whenever it was in his theatrical run. Um, love Alex Garland as a writer. He wrote 28 Days Later. He wrote Sunshine. As a director, he directed Ex Machina and Annihilation, both of which I love. And this movie I like a lot. Um, First of all, it's a great-looking film. Very lavish. I mean, the greens in the film, um, especially once you figure out kind of like what the folklore is about, it makes sense why everything is like the greens really pop in it. But um, it's a really good like folk horror uh, send-up where he's talking about something in society that some people felt was a little too on the nose, but um, I thought it was fine. I, thought, I, I I was like, you know what? It's fine. I got the message. I didn't think it was beating me over the head with it. Um, in the last 20 minutes of that movie, is really fucking weird. Like, 
<laughs> it is nightmare fuel. Um, but, you know, it's basically, it's almost like a play also because it's really only two actors in the whole movie. It's Jesse Buckley as our main character. And um, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, but he plays, like, the role of every man in the film. Like, this town that our main character is going to visit, he plays, like, everybody in the village. <laughs> Does she, like, notice? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's never like, why does everybody look the same? So it's kind of weird, you know? But, like, else does the audience notice? But it's also, like, kind of part of the message. The yeah, I gotcha. Um, I really wanted to see it in the theaters. Yeah, it's, uh, you can rent it right now on Amazon for six bucks. Um, let me see. Because I want to say his name. Because he's one of these character actors you've seen a lot of, like, especially you watch a lot of British TV and stuff. Yeah. Um, because he's in a couple of, like, the recent James Bond movies as, like, one of the secondary characters. Um, his name is Rory Kinnear. Um, he's in Penny Dreadful, which I've never watched. I know everybody loves that show. Yeah, Paige liked it. And I know I would love that show also, just from knowing it, but it plays Frankenstein's monster in that, in that show. Um, but, uh, yeah, Man is really good. I, I, I don't think it's as good as, like, Ex Machina, because I think that's a pretty close to perfect film. <laughs> oh, yeah, it really is, though. But I think it holds its own against, like, Annihilation. I think it's, I think it's a strong film. Um, I don't know, just then other than that, just kind of watch other random movies here and there. Um, because I have a lot of time to spare. So it's just watching movies and jerking off. That's about it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what else are, what else are you supposed to do whenever you're sick? That's about it. <laughs> oh, wait, take medicine. <laughs> uh, jerking off some medicine? No. <laughs> That's oh, therapy. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Was there any news? You got any horror news? I know that we have horror news later on the show. Yeah. But um, do we have any horror news that you noticed earlier? Uh, I know there was the teaser trailer for the Hellraiser series. I still haven't watched it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. How's it look? I mean, it looks like it's going to be a sequel to Hellraiser. <laughs> well, it's not a sequel to Hellraiser's remake. I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, did you hear about any of the Friday the 13th news? Yeah, about uh, that person uh, teasing a new film, right? Yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know, Friday the 13th has been in kind of in uh, limbo uh, for the last, shit, I guess 14 years now. Yeah. Um, as far as the film goes, I mean, I know they were able to get the game made, but I don't know how that worked with the licensing. Oh, they, yeah. they, it, there's a great documentary on, like, that game and how bad oh, really? it went. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, it, it was like a nightmare for them to finish. I bet. Uh, what's the name of the documentary, you know? Nope. It's on YouTube. Just look up what went wrong with the Friday 13th game or something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. But for anybody that doesn't know, I'm sure I played into that as well, is that something helped with the licensing. Whoever owned the rights to Friday the 13th, there was a big legal dispute on if they owned it. It Was was it co-creators? Is that what happened? Was it between like the director and the writer? Or something it was like that? something like that, yeah. But then also the studio got mixed in as well which I think would be New Line, probably New Line Cinema, maybe. No. Um, one of them. Maybe it, was, maybe it was Universal. I think it was Universal. I don't know. But, but there was, nobody knew who owned the rights to the character, so nobody was able to make a movie. 
because there's all these legal disputes and it's been going on for like, so the remake came out in 2009. So since then, <laughs> and that's why we've got sequels or remakes of like every other horror character except for uh, Jason, um, which is crazy. I think that's been like 13, 13 years, almost 14 years since we got a Friday 13th film. But there's been a lot of rumors that they finally figured out the legalities of the franchise, and it looks like we may be getting a Friday the 13th movie next year. I'm hoping. Like, so, that's that was cool. like the only like recent remake that was good. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love that remake. That's why that remake got so much shit, but I'm like, compared to all the other Friday the 13th films, it's just as good as any of this Friday the 13th movies. Yeah, it's fine. Except I'm making like, fun of Jason being a popular Fucking That came out the following year. I was excited for it also. It was bad. I was excited for that. I was excited that year. I was excited for the Friday, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which was bad. Um, I think the I think that year the Wolfman remake came out with Benicio del Toro, which is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing against Benicio del Toro. He was great, and Anthony Hopkins was great in it. Rick Baker it's did not the, a well put together movie. Rick Baker did the effects on it. Of course, that was amazing. I think that was his last film that he worked on um, before he retired because he wanted to work on a Universal monster film. Um, and uh, um, fuck, what's the name of the movie? Legion. You remember? Uh, was that the name of the film? Oh, that was bad. Yeah, I was so film? excited for it, and it was, <laughs> was so too. bad. The trailers looked awesome. Yeah, <laughs> the movie did not deliver that. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it was a it was a hell of a letdown that year. And I think like right around the same time that vampire movie came out, Daybreakers. Remember that movie? Yeah, also not great. I was excited for it. Also, with Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe. That's the thing with the Ots. Like the Ots had some of the worst horror movies of all time. Well, it's, it's not. I mean, that that wasn't even the Ots. That was like 2009, 2010. I mean, that was right at the tail end of it, beginning of the next decade. Um. The thing was that all those movies were released in January, February, which is like dumping ground, especially January. That is the, the dumping ground. Uh, but yeah, Friday 13th, that'd be cool to get a new one, especially since Halloween is wrapping up. Don't worry, guys, we get one more Halloween film this year. Mm-hmm. How good Halloween Kills was? Yeah. Yep. The series uh, dies tonight. <laughs> It can't be any worse, can it? You we you know, we say that. I said that about it can't get worse than Last Jedi and then Rise of the Skywalker came out. It made Last Jedi look amazing. It did. I was like, was I hate crazy. Last Jedi. There's no way Rise of the Skywalker can be as bad and it's like, Oh my god, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> um uh uh I think that uh, I love that meme that came out with Halloween. Recently, where somebody watched the trailer of Halloween ends, it's like, what is this problem with this lady? (laughs) (laughs) Just leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, next week, uh, also Halloween Horror Night starts next week. Yeah, Halloween is starting to open up around uh, around the nation. Have you been yet? No, I'm gonna go tomorrow after work. Man, that that is the one thing that sucks about my schedule is that they close as soon as I'm off. Yeah. Well, well yep. One of the days in the weekend off, right? 
Oh, I have both. I have both weekend days off. Yeah, they just go Saturday. Yeah, that's probably my plan. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I know. I, I, I'm just hoping the selection of Spirit Halloween is better this year than it has been the last couple years. So. Yeah, I would say like three years ago, we were it was still doing good. And then the last two have just been like, hey, you're just giving me the same shit as last year. Well, it's just the pandemic. I mean, that, right, of course. You know, 2020, we did, we had a lot of repeat from 2019 in the store because production stopped. And then 2021, it felt like it was kind of still a fallout from production. So I'm hoping that they've taken a little time to make some new stuff and put it out there. I mean, it's still cool because it's sort of Halloween, but, <laughs> you know. You, you want a little bit of a selection when you go, like, oh, my God, I need all this shit. I yeah. need all this shit. <laughs> so I could get trouble at my apartment complex. <laughs> Again. <laughs> For a third time. <laughs> at this place, the second time at this place, I got trouble with the place before that for having Halloween decorations too much, apparently. That shit's stupid. <laughs> it was a lot. Just get um, rain. Report everyone in November. <laughs> This one do if I see a fucking Christmas tree in November, I'm losing it. <laughs> Thanksgiving season. <laughs> yeah, I got trouble here for anybody that doesn't know at, at my apartment complex because I had a Halloween doormat. Not for like the season for the movie outside of my apartment door, and they told me to take it down because it's not Halloween season. Stupid. <laughs> but they kind of like. I think they're trying to be nice, but the letter just came off like they're backhanding me. So it kind of pissed me off. Because, <laughs> like, oh, well, we know it's almost the spooky season, but if you take your spooky mat off <laughs> until it's that time for the festivities, it's like fucking Return of the Living Dead. It's like, you think it's a fucking holiday? It's a <laughs> fucking way of life. <laughs> so, I had to go buy a lot of decoration while post it all outside my fucking door. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> take that out. I mean, in September, they can't say shit, right? I don't know. I will put the Beetlejuice one out instead. There you <laughs> go. You can say that's a Halloween time. It's just a movie. Does it have Halloween anywhere on it? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we're ready to talk about this, uh, this film. Your favorite film? Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> Okay, well, then I guess we're going to the trailer park. Trailer time. Are you sick of borrowing video movies that are exactly like other tapes you've seen before? You know, that are so predictable you've guessed the ending in the first couple of minutes? Well, cop this. This film is so weird, off the planet, incredibly ridiculous, unbelievably far-fetched, depraved and lacking in taste that I can relate to it. I mean, check this kid eating himself for dinner, or this bloke with his three-handed handshake. Now that's what I call good viewing. So next time you're after something worth watching, pop down to your local video store and grab a copy of Hard Rock Zombies. After all, it's just a bit of all-round good, clean fun. All right. So, 1985's Hard Rock Zombies. By Krishna... Krishna Shah. Does he have any other movies? Like, yeah, he did a lot. So he was apparently a pretty successful director, in the sense that he was seen as 
either the first or one of the first big ones that made the transition from Bollywood to Hollywood successfully. Okay. Uh, is he, he the star of the movie? No. 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 I don't know what that guy's name is. <laughs> oh, look it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, he co-wrote the uh, script with a David Allen Ball. Um... I wish I could say a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, but there's like, I can't find any behind the scenes things about this movie. Uh, there's probably a lot of the Blu-ray cause I know vinegar syndrome put out Blu-ray recently. Guess what? I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it is a very, here's the thing. I feel like if you and me watch this movie together, we would have had a blast. I had a blast watching by myself because I, I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, the lead character is played by a guy named EJ Curse. For real? Yeah. EJ Curse. Um, C-U-R-S-E. C-U-R-S-E. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, this movie has nobody of note in it. You're kidding. <laughs> um, it has a gratuitous <laughs> amounts of one of them dancing for no reason everywhere. That shit was pissing me off. I honestly was getting angry. Like, I'm like, stop dancing! <laughs> Man, this would have really pissed you off then. Well, it was just, it was just that part. Like, I'm like... I'm like, you literally spent like 20 minutes of the movie just watching her dance in the middle of the street. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's almost like uh, it's almost like like trash and Return of the Living Dead. Second Return of the Living Dead reference I had one episode. Um, it's like trash when she turns into a zombie, but not as cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Uh huh. Definitely not as cool. <laughs> no, no. It's also she wasn't played by Linnea Quigley, which gives gives trash bonus points because Linnea Quigley's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so where do we start? <laughs> God. We're... Well, we start in a car with two bros just broing out in their little convertible. Down the road they go when they see a foxy young vixen hitching a ride. Blonde with a jaguar skinny dress thing on. Yeah, that's the way to describe it. Yeah, she was wearing clothes, right? <laughs> she was. She had a full head of hair. <laughs> eyebrows. She was a human um, being. <laughs> so they're like, whoa, we can totally DP this bitch. <laughs> they, they, wanted, they wanted to uh, Chinese finger trap her. <laughs> I've never heard it called that. <laughs> uh, well, so they pick her up, and she I guess she's like, I need a ride home. But then they all go to a lake instead, and she's, like, totally fine with it. And then she gets <laughs> yeah, naked. I better fuck both of you. <laughs> yeah. Naked, jumps in the lake. Guy swims out to meet up with her. 
and she drowns him. But the thing about her drowning skills—I <laughs> know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I don't know why there are gratuitous amounts of blood involved in a drowning. And that was my first note. <laughs> I I did not understand why. She was holding them under the water, and blood was just, like, pouring up. And then they show the bodies, and you're like, did, like, something yeah. happen down there? Like, they got torn up by something? It's like, no, there, there's no. no cuts, no nothing. It's just, like, blood was just shooting out of yeah. them. Because it gets chewed up like it's, uh, like it's a pack of piranhas that ate them, or a shark or some shit. And you're like, oh, my God, she has vagina teeth. It's the only logical explanation. And, uh, no, like no, it just looks like they just kind of drowned. Yeah. And also, there's a guy in the bushes taking pictures of them while they're doing this. With they two have men, two, two, uh, sm- two small people with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. little people? Is that, is, that, is that the proper term? I don't know. I, I think it, yeah, I think proper term is little people. But one is mutant. <laughs> what is a mutant? One is a, a straight mutant, though, like, and not, like, in an offensive way. Yeah, no, he literally has, like, monster makeup. And I, yeah, I have no idea. Like, like, one has an eye patch, and the other one is, like, looks like a burn victim. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I know. One of them got lucky, apparently. <laughs> also, we're going to have to go back into the little goblin-looking guy later, because I have no idea what that in shit with him was. <laughs> Um, I do. It's supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. It <laughs> but, was uh, we'll not funny it. at all. It was stupid. Uh, yeah, well, that was a lot of the humor in the series. So this movie, before we get farther into it, also was produced by the Canon by Canon Films. This could, put up by Canon. Could you repeat that? You broke up. Oh, sorry. Uh, first of all, this is Canon Films. Yeah. But second of all, this movie was, um, excuse me was meant to be a, uh, is, is purposefully made to be a comedy. It is? Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, like, you look up information on it, they call it a horror comedy. And, like, I mean, it's pretty clear that it's supposed to be funny, but it's just not. <laughs> yeah, it's Rob Zombie trying to do comedy again. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, in, in October, huh? <laughs> No, I don't have to see. I think I know. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us do. Yeah, um, I'm going to watch it, and I'm just going to come on here and talk about how much of a piece of shit it was. That won't be very hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I think everyone's prepared for that shit to suck. <laughs> Judging by any, of the, uh, any part of the trailer, or I think most of the stuff we've seen behind the scenes, it doesn't look great. Ah, monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, so what happens next? So, uh, after she drowns them to bloody pulps, <laughs> um, she uh, starts making out with camera dude, who you're like, oh, this must be her husband, and this is like their weird kinky thing. And I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so next, next up, we go into the band with the band, who are main characters. Who I are guess. main characters? There's uh, uh, Scootsy Rollins. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> There's Nick Thames. 
<laughs> Are you just coming up with names for him? Buddy Fella? <laughs> so I do know that the lead singer's name is Jesse. Yes, I do know that. But that's it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about any of the other guys. No, they I mean, they barely even say their names in there except Jesse. Yeah, so it's them and their manager. Rob. That yeah. One. Oh, okay, Rob. There you go. See, I didn't even remember that one. You you watched this this morning, though. Yeah, I did. And I it's been almost two weeks since I've seen this film, so... I'm a little rusty. Uh, yeah, the other so there's a there's there's Jesse who's a lead singer and guitarist and sometimes bassist. I don't know. Uh, dude, <laughs> there are so many times when they're doing their live performances where they just completely switch instruments in the middle of a song. It's like what? Yeah. Are there two other guitarists, a drummer, and a keyboardist? No, there is one guitarist, one bassist, a keyboardist, and a drummer. But the other key they. Keyboardist sometimes plays guitar as well. Okay, yeah. And, and then so, there's so times Jesse. where Jesse doesn't play anything, but guitar sounds are going off, even though the guitarist is playing the bass. So. And also, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, well, you know how to play an instrument, and then you, like, watch a movie, and the editing isn't, like, matching up to what they should be doing, and your brain's like, Oh, well, that's not a chord like they should be playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? In movies. But at least have the decent. Because he's not even he's like behind a kit. He's literally just hitting like a cymbal and a tom. I hate and to it's, say it, it's never on beat. <laughs> you might have to repeat that. You're at, For some reason, your connection saying that it's struggling. Oh no! Uh, sorry about that. That's all right. I, I said that uh, uh, the drums in it is never—it's never synced up. <laughs> oh God, no! Those drums are so off. Like especially like, when there's a full drum kit going off to, <laughs> with a yeah. just the tom. But just have the decency because, like you know, with a guitar, if you know how to play guitar, you'll see—you know—it sticks out in your mind. Where you're like, oh well. That's not a chord, or you know, that's how you play this, or whatever. But for the average audience member, they probably won't notice. But they will notice if a drum, <laughs> if the stick is a hitting the drum at the yeah, you know, at the like he, the guitar solos and stuff were totally passable. Like yeah, but and I don't know, that guy might have actually played the bass. It looked like he was playing it right in some parts. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> at least when he was in the room alone. <laughs> Oh, you mean Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is the band doing? They're touring right now, right? They're yeah, just well, yeah, and they have a couple of shows coming up in some podunk towns, and uh, I don't think they even ever mentioned the name of the town. No, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm choking on spit. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I know. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm back from the dead. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, off they go to this little podunk town, and guess who's in the road and needs a ride? <laughs> um, the lady that can drown people in blood? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and they aren't only on tour, but those two shows that they're going to play in this podunk town 
a talent agent supposed to be there. Yes. So it's very important for them to play these shows, as we find out. So uh, after they pick up, um, I'm going to call her Sarah. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) After they pick her up, uh, she starts asking questions about the band and then suggests that they stay with them. Which are immediately like, okay. Yeah, like that, they were like, oh, yeah, totally want a rocker world. Especially the drummer. Yeah, especially the drummer. And, um, so they get to the house, and immediately, the, uh, one of the, uh, little people comes up and asks if he needs a hand, and then hands him a severed human hand. <laughs> And it's like, okay. <laughs> that wasn't a red flag for you? They think it's a toy. Yeah, I guess that's true. True. Yeah, the, the lady's like, oh, what I tell you about bring your toys out here? But then we find out in the next scene it is a indeed a severed hand because they put it into a jar um, yep. to uh, preserve it. And then we get a, a little clip of uh, Grandma and Grandpa fucking. <laughs> we sure do. Um, and, and the little people walk in. And, and asked to watch. And also the grandparents are very, very German. They're very German. That will come in to our story. They are excessively German. Uh, just foreshadowing that. Um, and the, the little people come in after grandma and grandpa are done, uh, uh, fucking making whoopee. Yep. <laughs> and he's done slapping those cheeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by that means her saggy grandma tits. <laughs> yeah. Um, her saggy and, werewolf grandma tits. <laughs> and the, the little people come in there. It's like, oh, who I guess are their grandkids. It's like, oh, they want to watch. And the grandpa's like, no. And she's like, oh, let him watch. And he's like, okay. And I guess they just fuck in front of these little people. It was so weird. Like, oh, my God. Also, also, it seems, also seems the grandma uh, is a werewolf. Yeah, that just kind of randomly happens. Because we see it right when they first get to the house. And then they show, like, the grandma sitting there. And then, like, it shows the her room again, and then she's all of a sudden a werewolf. So, I don't know. Good stuff. Good <laughs> stuff. Is that, it? That was a fucking knee slapper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what do you, on, on a scale of one to ten... What would you what would you rate Jesse's mullet? Mm, I'm gonna go with a seven. Like that's a good. I'm going with a solid nine. <laughs> that is yeah. that is an impressive mullet. Uh, Jesse has a, a Joe Dirt mullet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty a, much. A natural brown Joe Dirt mustache. So. <laughs> Joe Dirt mustache. He's like a buff Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah. So. 
as this continues, uh, we randomly shoot into uh, what appears to be a music video of them annoying the town. Uh, <laughs> That's the best. Because we get a few music video or music moments. Um, and and the best part about that one is like a little montage of them like, oh, we're getting oh, our stuff the miming, the miming in front of the park bench. Yeah, miming in front of the park bench. Like, but they pretty much throw the same three guys from the town. <laughs> Just kind of looking disapprovingly. Mm. Mm. And they keep on going back to him, and it's the same look each time. <laughs> same shot over and over again. Um, what did you think about the songs <laughs> that made for the movie? You know, me and you, we are, we are not, we are not, uh, new to this world of rock and roll horror films. We've talked about quite a few in the show before. So we're, we know what we're talking about as as experts in the field. So what do you think about <laughs> I would say these are pretty bad. I don't think they're terrible. I think there's, there's a couple one. good ones. I think the I think the one they play But it's not like be- Black Roses where it's like you got like Slaughterhouse and shit playing. Yeah, right. You had other bands do it for I mean, them. Sorry, Lizzie Borden. Yeah, Lizzie Borden and uh, I think Cinderella. Um no, I, I think I think the first song when we first get introduced to our band is pretty good, and I think a song we're going to be getting into in a bit because it plays a main part in the story isn't terrible. There's a ballad that's coming up that I don't think. Oh, is, I hate that song. Really, I don't think it's awful. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's cheesy. Well, then stop. Jesse should stop, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so we're in the montage. Yeah, montage over after they annoy the townsfolk, and uh, then the cop and. Other disapproving fellas are like, there's not going to be a show here. We're going to get your show. You can't cancel our show, man. Like, oh, we have ways of canceling your show. Just arrest them. Uh, Yes, then they arrest them. Just arrest all of them immediately. Throws them in jail. Um, But before this, somewhere between those two scenes, we do get introduced to somebody. Before they go to jail. It's Cassie. And her name, well, we don't know her name at first, but it is Cassie. Uh, we don't learn her name for like a while. <laughs> for a good long while. Um, and, uh, uh, Jesse falls head over heels for her, like, immediately seeing her. And he's like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna flirt with this chick, or whatever. It is very likely whenever he first starts talking to her that she is underage. It she is looked really young. <laughs> it is pretty obvious. I don't know how old Jesse's supposed to be, but for some reason I think Jesse is far older than what she's supposed to be. Uh she lives with her um redneck dad. Who's a chain smoker? Yep, and uh, that's his. That's his characteristic: is that he smokes all his cigarettes. And he's very disapproving, and he he's white trash. Yeah, he does not like Jesse. 
who who would? And uh, and uh, Jesse is flirting with Cassie, and Cassie is very, 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 very shy and not interfering in any way. The guys get arrested, and the jail is a shack. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a chicken coop. They just get pushed in there and like, all right, here you go. And then but all of a sudden, here's Mystery Cassie. <laughs> and he's like, girl, girl, do you know uh, what happened? She gave him the money to bail out or something? What was it? I thought they just, I don't know if they gave, if she gave him the money or they just, they just let him out. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't, like, anything that made sense, like, the rest she, of this movie. No, she's hanging out outside of the jail, and there's a window, like, a barred window, and he's, like, flirting with her out there or whatever. And then, uh, mind you, he still does not know her name. We told you her name, but in the movie, he still does not know her name. They've had, like, two scenes at this point. He's been, like, going after her heart. Doesn't know her name. Doesn't even know if she's like, you know, under 17. <laughs> 12. <laughs> 17 or under, rather. Uh, you know, uh, they get out. Um, the, the cops and stuff, I think, are just like, yeah, y'all better leave. You aren't, you aren't playing your show here or whatever. He ain't going to let him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they end up going back to the house. Yes. Uh, where we have a little session with uh, Jesse playing his bass. Well, well before this, oh, he and Cassie had another scene oh, they where, where they're about to leave the town or they're about to go do something to get ready for the show. Which I can't remember. But they're in the car together and they're talking and he's like, oh, I've been thinking about you like all day. I wrote a song about you. It's like, I got you this ring and he has a ring for her and he gives her the oh, ring. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's like, hey, by the way, I, I don't know your name. <laughs> I never got your name. <laughs> I bought you stuff though. Yeah, he gives her a promise ring. <laughs> and uh, and uh, she's like, Oh, thanks. He's like, hey, by the way, what's your name? I already wrote a love song for you, but I need I need your name for the song, which is like the worst, the worst pickup line. <laughs> like, uh, I wrote you a love song, but I know your fucking name. What's your name so I can put on the song? <laughs> I've tried that so many times with women's names I've forgotten. I'm just like, what's this? Uh, I wrote a song for you. What, what is it? <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> what are you, Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> And um, and so uh, she's still playing very coy, and then he's like, "Come on, come on!" She's like, "Cassie," and then runs off. He's like, "Cassie," and then yes, they go back up to the house. So continue. So, oh wait, no, this is before he would go play the bass by himself. Yeah, uh, they're. they're Kind of just practicing out, out front, front of the, the mountains. Yeah. Which it really makes no sense uh, because they're all sitting out there and the family's like watching them. You got the grandma and grandpa characters and you got uh, Olaf, who I, that's his name. That's his name. I saw it in the subtitles, even though they dev- never fucking say it. Was that the gardener? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gardener Olaf. Yeah. 
and then Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Um, yeah, so they, somehow, they, uh, apparently they, uh, plugged their guitars directly into AC outlets, <laughs> and the drums, which really confused me. And the drums, yeah. Yeah, and they all get electrocuted, because, and the grandpa starts laughing, he's like, ah, and like, we love being evil. Wait, they're alive. And then they like pretend that it was like an accident. And then we go to Jesse sitting in the room by himself playing bass. And he's playing uh, a song. And a big old tarantula gets on his foot. And he smashes it. Yeah. And then he plays the song, and the tarantula comes back to life. Yeah, and and the hand in the jar from earlier is behind him, and as he's playing the song, it starts coming alive. Yep. It starts moving. Um, Which, uh, yeah, it doesn't really explain how that worked in the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it was like the thing, because he's working on the song in the van where we first get introduced to the characters. And it's like some like Latin chant or something like that. Um, which actually, that is the one piece of trivia I was able to find is that there's like a chant that sounds like Latin, but it's actually just something said backwards. But, uh, four words, it's, I think, um, Ernie is a stinker, which Ernie is EC Curse's actual name. Oh, because, yeah. Because he would go and play pranks on everybody on set. And then there was some, some prank he did that involved farting. So they, the chant is Ernie is a stinker because of that. <laughs> that's, so that's the one piece of trivia I could find. Okay. <laughs> that fits the bill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I guess it's because it's some type of, oh, it's a lion chant, must mean that it can bring the dead back alive. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh... Then you got drummer guy who sees uh, Sarah in the shower and he starts trying to make whoopee with her and she pulls out a knife and stabs him to death. And the guy takes a picture of him. Yep, and the guy's taking a picture of him the whole time. Yeah. And then the guitarist and the keyboardist go to visit Grandmama. Yeah. And and uh, she turns into a werewolf, pulls out two knives. Which, why did you need the knives if you're a werewolf? Like, just tear them apart. Like, I didn't get... Stab them up. Yeah, and she did. She stabs them. I'm not, I'm, not I'm not one to argue with werewolves. So, I mean, you know. I don't, I, know. I don't understand I think werewolf, a werewolf law. I would fuck with. Like, I think I could beat that werewolf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do. Eventually. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, so, yeah. Um, that was uh, a thing that happened. And then... Oh, well. So, she tries to, like... She kills the keyboardist. She tries to murder the guitarist. And he says, Nah, I'll just jump out a window. And then he dies jumping out the window. <laughs> it sure does. Um... And then, for some reason, it's now not nighttime. 
Right. <laughs> and Jesse runs outside. Well, no, it's nighttime at first, and they do a terrible mistake, which we've talked about on, on the podcast before. Don't shoot night for day because it looks fucking terrible. And you'll notice it immediately in this film whenever they do it. Um, and then it turns to day immediately afterwards, yes. Yeah, and he gives Cassie the tape of him playing that song. Mm-hmm. And he says, if anything happens, play this. And it's like, okay, so you knew what it was for, I guess. Right, yeah. And... So he runs out there. Olaf throws a knife that stabs his hand into the tree, and he stabs him again. Then he takes out a weed whacker and, I guess, guts him. (laughs) Yes. And the only reason why their manager, we forgot to mention this because I had a look at my notes to see if this happened before or not. The only reason why their manager survived is he wasn't with them because he was at a town hall meeting. Right. went into uh, you still with me Rocky you still there yeah I'm here oh, okay you you cut off for a minute yeah your screen went off for a second I see you okay not sure what's going on here <laughs> but uh where was I stabby, stabby. Oh, they, they had well all the jokes fell through with the uh, with the town hall meeting because the, uh, the town hall meeting is all like the same old shit that's in a lot of these rock and roll horror films. But all these dumb country ass bumpkins all get together and like rock and roll is evil, makes you want to have sex, and sex is evil. Yeah, pretty much. And they're all like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, let me talk, and everyone's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. They all just outvote him. They're like, you can leave now. He's like, okay. And he goes back and finds all his friends back. I'm going to make a... We're going to vote now that no rock music can be played on our airwaves or anything like that. And then he's like, that means people can't own rock music. He's like, well, I didn't write that. And he's like, yeah, you did, you bonehead. And then the cops are like, yeah, right. Everybody bring me their C or well they didn't bring me their rock and roll records and records. destroy them and blah 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 I'm so funny. Um, <laughs> and they do. And they do do that. And they they do do. They do do they do do, alright. <laughs> um So now we have uh Rob Sitting at the dining table with the family after the supposed funerals of the boys. <laughs> that we don't see. That we do not see. And they start talking about, like, ooh, good, good funerals, many at one. And it's like, shut the fuck up. It's not funny. And so <laughs> this is, uh, we warned you. Here's where it comes in. He goes, ah. The cop is at the dinner with them, and the old man's asking, uh, you know, ah, so rock music's not allowed here anymore, right? And he's like, yeah, that's right. And we're like, okay. And then he offers Rob a job, and Job's, Rob's like, what is that job? And uh, he goes, 
for some reason, a button starts beeping on the desk, and he's like, oh, it's time! Like, now, specifically, right when this all happened, is the time that you... And he pulls off his mask, and it's Hitler. God damn, that was so stupid. Excessive Hitler. Uh, yep, and I uh, like. You know what that means? That means that Grandma is Eva Braun, and she's Eva Braun werewolf. It was. Oh my god. So, I think it goes to the explanation. They survived World War II, of course. Because uh, uh, Truman let them. <laughs> change their identities and something like that. Yeah, just two of the, you know, biggest war criminals in the history of the world. Just true. was like, eh, it's uh. fine. Like, you killed an obscene amount of people in horrific ways. For no <laughs> reason. Every kind of code and convention that we have. But you know what? You guys can go. Oh, and also, you're a fucking werewolf. People can change. <laughs> just live your life. Every yeah, life. like just it, it, they they don't go any further into it, which was smart on their part because <laughs> right. there's nowhere to go with that. Um, so of course he wants to start a fourth Reich or whatever the fuck. That's always what it is, right? Is that always yeah. the thing? Like, oh, you have Hitler like post World War II, uh, and somehow he survives. Story. It's always like, oh, fourth Reich. Yeah, like, time to take maybe this fourth one will. I don't know. Uh, it's so fucking stupid. So you find out the whole family. Know, you'll never guess what's at the base of his fucking house. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it plays in later. Uh, there's a fucking gas chamber, and he wants Rob to be the person who turns the pipes for the gas chambers. And Rob says, no, sir. <laughs> Rob, no, no, thank you, Hitler. <laughs> no, I appreciate that very much, Hitler. <laughs> but, uh, and they go to kill Rob. Rob is now tied up by Olaf. But what you didn't see is that Cassie, well, I mean, you did see, but they didn't see. Yeah, they didn't know. Cassie went and placed the tape at the grave, and all of them came out wearing, like, B or C-grade kiss makeup. I was going to say, it's clearly kiss makeup. Why? Mm, No idea. (laughs) And they have a weird way of walking. Yes, they do. It's so annoying. Like, why do they do that? Like, what was the point? It's kind of thing, but they kind of, like, swing their arms, like, side to side, almost like a robot. Yeah, it's really stupid looking. <laughs> and... It was supposed to be funny, boys. Wasn't it funny? No. no. So... She tells them that Rob's captured. He goes and, uh... Throw, uh finds Olaf, who is now wearing his little armband, his cute little armband. Um, oh, and oh, it took me a second to realize <laughs> the armband you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, he's about to kill Rob. And in uh, struts Jesse <laughs> str- 
strutting up. They're all strutting. That's the perfect way to say it. Uh, thrown him, thrown Olaf against the wall and stabbing him through the throat. Yep. And then it's pretty much from there. Uh, they all. I'm. I'm just gonna like kind of go past this because I'm not going into detail how it happened because it happened so quick. Uh, they they all come back and they kill the family <laughs> and they kill Hitler and they run. It's so. It's so quick. The turnaround, like it's literally like two scenes later, whenever they go and kill them, and it happens so fast. I'm like, okay, where's the story going now? Because I, you know, pause and see, like, how much more time is in this movie? It still has like forty five more minutes. minutes. Yeah, so yeah. Like, what the? That's fuck? what I thought. I'm like, oh, that's the end of the movie, and then it was like, oh, wait, new story arc. I'm like, no, <laughs> is it? It kind of is a new story, I guess. It feels like they ran out like, wait, what do we do now? Because usually in, in the script, a, a regular script is you spend more time building up and before our characters die. And then once they die, you kind of have a little bit of time to transition, which it kind of do. And then you spend the rest of the movie with them just getting revenge on Hitler and his Nazi-ass family. And it'd be super fucking awesome because they killed them with like the power of their zombie rock and roll and fuck Nazis, right? Yeah. Fuck conservatives, which are basically Nazis. Right. <laughs> but, uh, Correct. But uh, <laughs> sorry, but um, but instead we get okay in thirty-five minutes we're going to introduce everybody have like five numbers, we're going to kill our main characters, have them come back and kill the bad guys, and then we have to still have 45 minutes of movie. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, so now we cut back to the town hall, and there is uh, old rabbi man? I, I don't know what the hell he's supposed, supposed to be. supposed to be the town elder. I don't know what he is, but... They're like, he was like, oh, you know, I knew all about the Hitler thing. Like, it was Truman who did that. Yeah. Oh, ghouls begetting ghouls. And then he just kept calling them ghouls. And they're like, what do you mean, ghouls? And he's like, ghouls, you know, ghouls. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but what do you, you know, ghouls begetting ghouls. <laughs> and it's like, oh, please explain more, please. And then it goes, hallelujah. And then he like dies. And then they're like, oh wait, no, shake him. He'll come back to life. He comes back to life. He's like, oh, <laughs> and he dies again. And they bring him back. And then he finally dies, dies. And they're like, oh my god, that family's Hitler. <laughs> You can't use that line in a lot of movies, but that is a great line in in uh, this one. Not that one you just said, but uh, <laughs> uh, the elder's like, I mean, it's cool. It's basically, it's like, you're all fucked, but I'm old and I'm about to die. Yeah. <laughs> and <he laughs> right after saying it. Uh, yes, but yes. Oh, my God. Is that a Hitler family? Yes. Yes, it is. And, uh, well... <laughs> Strangely enough, the cop was in cahoots with the Nazis. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Uh, 
And he's like, oh, well, we better go check this out. Everyone's like, no, 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 fuck that. We're all going. And uh, now the whole family's back as zombies. Cue Sarah's 20-minute-long dance scene. Like, why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's very boring. (laughs) And she even has a really big musical number later on. Don't remind me. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, as this is all going on, and now all the town is being turned into zombies, pretty much, from the Hitler family, uh, while they're... Which is really weird where they're like, hey, uh, no, we'll just go check this out, and then the whole town's like, ah, we'll all go check it out. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And then Hitler zombie comes out, and they're like, oh, wow, it was Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it is a zombie? Oh, this is a double negative. Uh, Oh, God! (laughs) Then everyone gets turned into zombies, pretty much. They're Uh, like, well, does he only bite Jews? And they're like, no, he bites everybody. like, God damn it, there's no rules. Well, he's, I mean, he's loose. at least he's fair. <laughs> it's an improvement on the old Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so now now the 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 town is like, we need to figure out how to battle these ghouls. Yeah. Stupid fucking plans. They're like, oh. Yeah, we gotta stake them through the heart. And they're like, no, that's vampires. And they're like, aww. <laughs> and. Well, what do you expect from me? We fuck our cousins. And then the next one is some guy who's like, I read a book. Zombies hate heads. And it's like. I don't know where the fuck he got this from. I'm, I had to rewind this scene like four times because I was so confused by this whole part. Did not understand at all. I had no idea what that was about. Um, yeah, so because he says he says big heads scare zombies, so they they make these big heads, like these big like cardboard cutout heads of different like celebrities and Marilyn Monroe and Elvis and shit, and and they run out there, and merely the zombies eat them. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> It doesn't work at all, including yeah. including Sarah just dancing around in the street still. Yep, not even eating people, just dancing. Just dancing him, kind of like gently putting him on the ground. Yeah, it um, was uh, really stupid. They all die. All those people die immediately. I have no idea what the fucking joke was or what the reference was to. I have no idea if that's some Bollywood shit or like what. No idea, because I've ne- it's quite the opposite in Western society's version of zombies. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that that's one of their fucking plans. And uh, so the street is littered with heads. <laughs> and bodies. Uh, yeah, it's really dumb. Um, so... And then there was that scene where the guy who, like, came up with the giant head idea... He's like, oh, it worked, it worked. Oh, thank goodness, my plan worked. Everyone's safe. And then it's actually the zombies holding up the cardboard heads. And then they all take him down. He's like, oh, no. And, <laughs> and then he goes down and screams out, don't believe everything you read. <laughs> <It's> like, 
what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> flash forward. Here we are. The end. Okay. New issue with the movie. <laughs> so here we are. The guy shows up. The, the talent agent shows up. Nobody's there at the show because everyone's dead. And he's, there they go, zombies coming out to play the show mm-hmm. and impress him. And it goes great. And he's like, oh, I love this. This is so awesome. And then Sarah's zombie comes out and starts, like, smelling their crotches. <laughs> like, and it's like, what? what is going on here? And none of them seem bothered by it. They're just like... Uh, yeah, she killed us. It was like, that's weird because you're really fucking bothered about it like 30 minutes ago. And, and were, the telltale is also a complete, like, cliche of, like, a greedy agent. Like, ah, oh, yeah, we're going to make money. Like, I'm going to make money off of this band. Yeah, yeah. Like, all those people and stuff like that. It's like, money. And that's, like, his whole, that's his, that's, that's his personality. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And, Much depth as you get from him. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And, um, uh, so god damn this movie feels like it goes on forever the more we talk about it <laughs> uh, see this is why everyone voted for cat in the brain <laughs> it was really the lesser two evils in this situation <laughs> you just don't listen to us ramble about spaghetti last episode yeah that, I mean here's the thing though cat in the brain is fun to watch <laughs> no cat in the brain's awesome this mm. <laughs> Maybe with friends. Maybe with friends or, or drunk. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? Yeah, so they're putting on this spectacular performance for the age, and it goes great. Money, 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 money. And then they strut back outside. <laughs> and the age is like, ah, we've got contracts. We'll give you half a million dollars. And they don't say anything. It's like, what? Not. Like, what? And then... It, and then they drive back, and the angel's like, no, like, please, like, sign. And then he immediately gets eaten by the zombies after they drive off and don't say a fucking word to him. <laughs> and they go back in their graves, and it's like, then what was the fucking point of you being at that show? <laughs> like, what they just was wanted the to walk out. <laughs> what was the setup for that? They were like, oh, we're going to get our revenge. And then play a couple songs, and then die again. <laughs> That's all you want to do is just rock out, man. That's the only thing. It's just be dead, get revenge, and rock out. That's their whole, that's their existence now. And also, we forgot to mention during all these things with all the people and stuff, uh, like trying to battle the ghouls, what did you think about that running joke that kept on coming back of that lady and her boyfriend? The Arnold. Arnold's head. Arnold. He gets his head right. It, it's like a two-minute scene. It did not need to go anywhere, and it just kept going. They rip off... Uh, one of the little people rips off this dude's name, Arnold's head, throws it away, and then the girlfriend 
just acts like he's still alive. We're like, what are you doing with my Arnold? What are you doing with my Arnold? It's just a severed head. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you didn't realize he's missing a torso? Like, is that the joke? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that is the joke. <laughs> the joke The joke is that she she's, hasn't processed that he's dead, and she's still acting like he's like cheating on her and stuff, even though he's just a severed head. Um, and also during this time, you said you wanted to come back to this. We did gloss over this about yes. the... The one little person, the mutated one. And he's just sitting there with a bunch of things of weird-looking pieces of meat in front of him. Yeah, it's a shelf. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just, like, eating and eating. And then eventually he just eats himself and he's a little skull and it burps. And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Why? But also, also, this isn't just one shot. This keeps on. They keep on going back to it. Yeah, like it's like they keep, 20 minutes. keep interrupting for it. So, gotcha. Okay, I'm gonna try and wrap this up now. Yes. Okay, so the old man is like, "Oh, you know what we need to do? We need to get a virgin, and they can." have sex with the virgin and then they'll eat her and then it'll be done and then it won't be a problem for like a hundred years because I'm making shit off the top of my head and they're all like well he is old like let's give him that and uh, so bada bada bing they find out Cassie's the virgin and Rob's like she's fucking 12 probably yeah and Rob's like, no, you can't do this to her. And they're like about to shoot him if they don't. So he grabs her ring and runs off to the graves while they go to take her atop uh, Mount Golgotha <laughs> to crucify her <laughs> for our sins. Yeah. Uh, and, uh,. So he's sitting there yelling at the graves of the band members. He's like, why aren't you coming out? you, you got to help Cassie. Cassie, you can help. You know, Cassie? Hey, here's that ring. Yeah, you remember this ring? And then he's like, oh, Cassie's ring. <laughs> and then they strut back out of the grave. And now the townspeople have Cassie tied to uh, uh, the cross of our Lord. And uh, (laughs) there's a a small Roman man stabbing her in the side. And she's like, ah, Jesse, help. Mel Gibson's jacking off in the bushes. And... and two, Jesse! <laughs> Jesse, they know not what they do. <laughs> <laughs> the only begotten's daughter. <laughs> and I mean, that's the funniest part of the whole movie. Because <laughs> Jesus is totally a bro. Wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so... Here we are. All the zombies are coming to boof Cassie. And, uh... <laughs> they're, they're, they're about to run a zombie train on her. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get rough. But <laughs> then, all of a sudden, you start hearing 
these, uh, Ernie is a stinker. Ernie is a stinker, uh, in the background, and there they are. Instead of, like, going out there and trying to stop them, they stayed in the corner by a cave that apparently leads under the house, which they didn't really explain that. Um... So they start playing that song, and everyone starts following, and all the zombies follow that song. And I'm like, wait, I thought that was a resurrection song. And it's like, what oh, it is? It's like, why are they just following it? And it's like, I don't know. It's like Pied Piper shit, too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Probably something to do with the Bible. Or yeah. World War II. I don't know. Yeah. They're like, yeah, let's leave this blaspheming bitch behind. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so they lead them into a room where bada bing, bada boom, here's some gas chambers. <laughs> gas old, chambers and zombies. It looks like old Rob took the job. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, apparently g- gas kills zombies. Hitler's head blows up. Uh, the band <laughs> dies. Awesome. The band dies standing straight up. Which yeah. make no sense. They, they, they go to sleep very peacefully. And then uh, Sarah is still dancing and then <laughs> dances onto them and just dies. Everybody's like, we are so done with your shit right now. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm glad they're doing this, Sarah. I'm <laughs> glad they're gassing us, Sarah. I am so tired of your shit, Sarah. I would rather have my head explode. And, yeah, then it, uh, <laughs> yeah, it explodes. And he's like, "Thank God!" <laughs> like, and she's like, "Welcome." <laughs> um, and they rebury, they rebury the band. Yeah, he's like, "Never love anyone like you, Jesse. Jesse, you're my one true love, uh, Jesse." I got that ring you gave me. Do you got that ring you gave me, Jesse? <laughs> then, bam, he's like, oh, baby, I got that ring for you. He gives it. It comes out with it on it. Yeah, and he's, she's just, like, rubbing the dirt hand all over her. I never love anyone like you, Jesse. Oh, my sweet Jesse Bell. <laughs> My sweet, sweet boy. I'll love you forever. And then they play a horrible fucking power ballad and the movie's over. It's the same power ballad. Yeah. It's the same power ballad. The end. <laughs> Hashtag we need to watch better movies. <laughs> so, boys, would you tell people to check it out? No. <laughs> no, and unless you find like random Hitler things funny, like, you're in that niche of comedy. If a broad werewolf sounds hilarious to you, then you should watch. It. If you want to see the closest we're getting to Rob Zombie's werewolf women of the SS. <laughs> This is going to be it. That is totally fair. (laughs) (laughs) The end.
I'm done talking about it. <laughs> All right. I say don't check it out also. <laughs> but that's why you listen to us, so you don't have to watch bad movies. And also, yeah, if you, you listen to other podcasts, you, you don't have to listen, listen to bad podcasts. like, meander our way through the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess that brings us to our next segment. It's another curation of Blaze's Cabinet Video Game Curiosities. Alright, so, the video game you have today is one that is not out yet, am I correct? That is correct. Oh, boy. <laughs> but we need to we talk say, about check it. Check it out. <laughs> we need to talk about it, is the thing. Oh, I don't need to talk about anything ever, but I will talk about it. Yeah, um, so this was announced this week, and they have released a gameplay trailer and the whole shebang. And, uh, funnily enough, it's a horror game based on a horror movie I don't really care for. <laughs> um, I, I like the movie. Um, I just, I'm not a huge fan of the movie, but I like the movie. I think it's, uh, I think it's a classic. You know, it's one of those things, I think it's just the where it is worn out, it's welcome to me. Like, I am tired of seeing it. Um, there's definitely been, a huge surge of popularity with this particular film over the last three years. Yeah, like huge. I did thanks Spirit Halloween. Uh, well, Spirit Halloween and Halloween Horror Nights because Halloween Horror Nights has Scare Zone in 2018 and then a House in 2019 and around then a year after Spirit Halloween had like a big push for uh, merchandise for which movie? Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game. There you go. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, so it is an uh, asymmetrical horror experience is what they're calling it. Um, it is a online co-op multiplayer game. It's going to be out for all systems and PC. Um, so you and me can play on PlayStation or something like that. See how it goes. And uh, you pretty much play as the killer clowns, and uh, you uh, work together uh, with your different tools. You can use, like, uh, you can use, the, they, I know so far they have the cotton candy guns. They have the uh, sniffing dog uh, balloon animals that you can use. And, uh, they, like I said, the gameplay just came out, which is why I wanted to talk about this. Um, I did sign up to take the beta, so we'll see if they send me a code so I can give you guys a, give you guys some early shut up, man. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and from what I'm gathering, so you can it it it's uh, kind of like you remember how I explained the game to you, uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt? Yeah. It seems to be that same kind of thing. So you can either play a team of clowns who are trying to start an invasion and see how far you can get, or you can work together as a team of survivors and try and beat the other team. So it's definitely a team multiplayer-based thing. Uh, it's like Dead by Daylight, but there's more than one killer, kind of, just to throw another game in there. Uh, but it's going to be coming out in um, 
I think they're thinking January right now. Um, it's so we got the gameplay trailer. I think today or yesterday. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Oh, or sorry, the trailer came out yesterday, right? Or day before yesterday? Yeah, the the um, first trailer. announcement came out on the twenty third, so two days ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is going to be developed by Terravision Games and published by Good Shepherd Entertainment. Uh, they have a few horror games under their belts. Uh, nothing I would say is like completely notable, um, but. Um, from the looks of it, it looks like they know what they're doing. The game, the game looks good. Like graphics-wise, looks good. Um, but I just really wanted to talk about this uh, because this news just happened. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah this is uh, perfect for the show. It's exciting. I think I, I do think it's interesting. I've been getting these different um, IP horror video games. Like Evil yeah. Dead and this, and uh, they all seem to kind of fall in that. Because um, I think the new Evil Dead game was kind of similar in a way. Oh, is it like a team thing? It's not like a story based game. No, it's it's uh it's like uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, how does that work? Um, I don't know because we never picked up and played it. Yeah, and we won't. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I will eventually. No, I'm actually probably going to, for the next episode, where I, there is a game uh, me and my bro-bro, my, my brother, uh, are about to start playing. Uh came out last year. That's gotten really great reviews, but uh, this is the first time it's gone on sale for under $50. So. Okay. What game is that? What do you want to talk about next week? Um, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, also, Rue Morks in your fucking lane. Yeah. Hey, that's our job, buddy. Rue Morgue's uh, issue this, uh, these last two months, uh, the cover story was the video game we talked about last week, or last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Mortuary Assistant. Yep. And uh, they're like, oh, we're talking about this and other like independent video games and stuff. It's like, listen, we've got this covered. Yeah. You say you're fucking land, Rue Morgue. You don't even have a page. What are you going to do? Like, yeah, exactly. Like you don't read anything. <laughs> yeah. Dick. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it's the first time I've been looking forward to anything that was related to Killer Clowns lately. And, uh, again, it's not that I hate the movie. It's just I'm, I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of seeing it everywhere. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of like, Blaze, do you hate uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? It's like, no, it's a good movie, but good God, do I not want any products that have Nightmare Before Christmas right. on it. Understandable. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, I will. I'm going to see if by Monday I hear back, and if I can get on that beta, uh, I might... Uh, sh- well, fuck. I don't know if they would allow me to stream it. That probably wouldn't. <laughs> They may. I don't know. Uh, well, I that's definitely Stitch are going to try to. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I could say like, oh, we're super popular and everyone loves us. Just, <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know, maybe, but uh, so we shall see. We shall see. Cool. All right. 
Well, I guess that brings us to our next segment. Another entry of Mythology Biology. All right, so what story you have that could possibly connect into the um, amazingness that is Hard Rock Zombies? This is a tale I have done some video research on and paper research on. Uh, this is the tale of the ghosts of Motley Crue. Oh, boy. And uh, it's actually not of Motley Crue, but ghosts that apparently haunt Motley Crue. Um, so... Uh, the first story with Motley Crue, they have two separate ghosts for two different band members. Okay. So the first one is uh, kind of silly, and the second one is actually pretty sad. But <laughs> um, so, and actually explained some things to me that I didn't realize before that might be like, oh, that makes sense now. Um, so, uh, we got this story uh, from a uh, producer who was working for the comp- uh, record company when Motley Crue was about to produce Shout at the Devil. Now, the name of that, uh, the producer's name was Tom. So he was very much in contact with Nikki Six, who is actually, I did not know this, living with Lita Ford at the time. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't know if they were, like, a couple or something. I don't know. No, it was probably fucking... Yeah, it's, um, no, I mean, it's, just, yeah, it's like the 80s. Um, so Tom goes over, and he starts... Uh, he, he's been sent to uh, contact Nikki by the record uh, company because they're like, there's no fucking way we're going to call that album Shout With The Devil because that's what it was originally going to be called was Shout With The Devil. Yeah. And he kept talking about how, like, every time he would come in, Nikki Six and Lita Ford would be wrapped up on the couch, and they'd be reading black magic books. Mm-hmm. And he would keep trying to convince, uh, he would say, Nikki, like, I don't know, like, this is bad, and you shouldn't be doing that. Like, reading books ain't good for your brain unless it's Bible. Uh, <laughs> like a big and, old dweeb. Yeah, so, and Nikki's like, nah, it's fine, it's fine. And then Lita pulls him aside, and she's like, hey, some weird shit's been going on in the house. Like, cabinets are flying open on their own. Like, things are just kind of, like, being misplaced around the house. And it's like, oh, it could be that you guys are both on hard fucking drugs because you're Motley Crue during Shout at the Devil. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so the guy comes back. Tom, we're talking about, and he comes back and he's like, "Look, Nikki, we just can't do it. We can't do it." And then he goes to Tom. He's like, "Tom, I think you were right. I shouldn't have been messing with this stuff. Things have been weird." And when Tom goes into the house, he notices that a bunch of forks and knives are stuck into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, while talking to him. They, and finally convincing him to change the album name to Shout 
at the devil instead of shout with the devil. Uh, a bunch, uh, like a knife flew up from the table and went into the ceiling. And uh, then Nikki Six had to have his house exercised <laughs> from what he said. And uh, Lita Ford apparently corroborated the story as well. And now on to Molly Crew Ghost Number Two, and they're g- this one's. Well, I, attached. I, heard, I heard that. Uh, I heard that first story. Oh, you have? Yeah. Uh, okay, that was the first time I've heard that one. Yeah, I heard the first one on a uh, podcast recently that was talking about like the uh, the devil in metal. Yeah, they, okay. they talk about the story on there. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Well, get get ready for the audience. Our audience may not have. Get ready for some sad shit. <laughs> I mean, so, it can't be any sadder than Vince Neil. So, well, that's who it involves. <laughs> oh, I figured. Uh, what I was not aware of is, uh, I think it was like twenty years ago now, or something. Uh, well, probably more than that now. Thinking about it, uh, at some point, uh, what I didn't know is that Vince Neil had a daughter. His daughter uh, lived to be four years old, and she uh, was diagnosed with uh, cancer, and, like, he was going into the hospital all the time to see her, and he was having a really hard time with it, and they kept saying, like, eh, we think she's going to pull through, we think she's going to pull through, but, like, a week after her fourth birthday, she ends up dying. Uh, so he goes like balls deep in the drugs and drinking and everything like that and I guess this is where the real downslope started for him like he was doing bad but this really set it off which is understandable really you know you lose a, a little fucker like that but um, you know so he would have these like he said he was dreaming um, the first time and he was he pictured his daughter, and uh, he was at that point sleeping with the tiny blanket she had for her bed because it smelled like her and stuff like that. And she he felt a tug on the blanket. He woke up and he said he saw his daughter there, and she wanted to draw pictures with him. So he started drawing pictures. Uh, with her and apparently during this time he's like you know what I don't want to miss this again so I'm not going to do any drugs or drink or anything like that and it happened for like three consecutive nights they said so I guess she was warning him about Christmas um the Vince Neil of Christmas future uh, <laughs> but um no uh so the last time apparently he sees her uh, she says, Dad, I have to stop visiting you. And he's like, why? And she says, I just have to go to school. And, you know, I have to finish. And when you're finished, well, you know, I'll see you again. And that's apparently when he checked himself into rehab. So, yeah. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I think the other story is more fun. Look. <laughs> First, it's a way better story. Mainly because it doesn't start Vince Nil, but... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, 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 the reason I bring this one up is because I didn't even know all that shit happened to him, and I'm like, 
You know what? I kind of get why he's so fucked right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's sad, but also he did kill a person from being. A oh drunk, yeah, complete drunk piece of shit killed somebody in a uh, motor vehicle accident. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yep. So, this oh, yeah. a man, man of lard. Um, it's uh, cool. Well, is that all with that story? That's it. Stories got two. Big two Mars is a logical person and survived. <laughs> yes, yes, he, he always has been the logical one. Yeah, Tommy Lee has enough ghosts to worry about. So. <laughs> I know he's just. Accidentally put the picture on Instagram of himself naked. Like, big whoop. We've all seen your dick. Yeah, it does sound like, hey, man, like, who doesn't want to be, like, naked? Am I right? It's like, Tommy. Shut Tommy, the fuck Tommy, up, you old Tommy. piece of shit. Tommy, you fucking Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. You leather sock as a, of a person, like. <laughs> ah, that band. Jesus Christ. Anyways, yeah. um, thank you for listening. Uh, that was another episode of Bladed Apples, episode 41. We are still going strong, almost a year in. Um, <clears throat> next week, our episode will be, <laughs> I don't know what our episode will be. We really got to start playing and shit. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, gonna, well, we're just going to end up in a, a cycle of hard rock zombies. <laughs> the last two episodes were because we both chose something and then we did a poll like how we did with a few movies before. And that's why you got the last two episodes, but both of these uh, haven't been... Um, we haven't been able to talk about these movies at a more technical level, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we'll try to do something more interesting next time. But anyways, uh, if you want to reach us in the meantime, or if you have a request or something you want us to talk about, you can. You can reach us at bladedapplespod at gmail.com or bladedapplespodcast on uh, on the uh, old Instagrams. Um, thanks to Stefan Mize for doing our art. Um, awesome guy. Follow him on Instagram or follow uh, Crawling Panther Tattoo Parlor Okella. Uh, thanks to Blaze for doing... Uh, all the editing and all that good stuff. Being great co-host. Uh, anything else to add with it? See you later, fuckers. There you go. Remember, every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. Bye. Bye. In the bag. Another one in the fucking bag. Yeah. Well, bud, you go get some rest. I'm gonna eat some dinner. Uh, Richard Chinese food. Alright, buddy. Miss you. Miss you too. Alright, love you, Ben. Love you too. Bye. Bye.